Molly was running late. She had scheduled a breakfast meeting for 6.30 and woke up at four minutes past six. After blinking at her alarm clock for far too long, she jumped out of bed in a panic, knocking over the uncapped bottle of water on her nightstand in the process. She cursed under her breath and tossed a towel over the spilled water. Then she rushed through her shower and threw on a bathrobe. She obviously couldn't blow dry her hair or get dressed without coffee, so she hurried barefoot to the kitchen, trying to tie her robe closed at the same time, a difficult maneuver since her skin was still damp. She sped up to a jog when Luke appeared unexpectedly in the hallway, heading back to his bedroom after his usual morning workout. Molly plowed into him, causing him to huff and grab her by the upper arms to keep them both from falling over. He was soaked with perspiration. His attractive face and close-cropped dark hair, dripping, and his t-shirt and shorts sticking to his skin. She pulled away from him with a rushed, Sorry, don't get me sweaty. Then she continued her sprint to the kitchen. She heard him laughing absently as he made his way to his bedroom. Coffee acquired, she ran to her room and half-dried her blonde hair before twisting it up with pins. She made a gesture toward makeup and pulled on a navy blue suit with a fitted jacket and pencil skirt. It wasn't really her style, but her client was a traditional sort who expected those he worked with to look professional. Since Molly was a freelance corporate investigator and didn't actually work for the man, she livened up her outfit with bright red heels and grabbed a vintage multi-strand pearl necklace. She tried to latch it with one hand as she returned to the kitchen to refill her coffee. Luke was already there, simultaneously pouring himself coffee and checking his smartphone. He was fully dressed in a dark suit and power tie. As always, he appeared businesslike and unruffled. Molly was flushed from her hurried morning. She'd missed a button on her silk blouse, she still hadn't managed to latch her damn necklace, and a few strands of hair were already slipping from her updo. She snarled at Luke. It was woefully unjust that he could shower and dress in literally ten minutes. He half smiled when he glanced up from his phone and saw her expression. Don't blame me. You could be less high maintenance if you chose. Right, she said, moving him out of the way since he blocked their high-end coffee maker. Maybe if I buzz cut my hair. She poured herself another cup of coffee. Glancing at her watch, she groaned and poured her new cup of coffee into a travel mug instead. Topping off the larger mug with more coffee from the pot, she asked, Do you think I can get down to Frittata Mama in five minutes? Not possible. Molly made a frustrated sound as she went to grab her purse and leather satchel from the entry hall, where she dumped them the previous evening. Luke followed her, carrying the necklace she hadn't managed to put on. You're the expert. Make him wait. He'll have to, she admitted, leaning her head forward so Luke could latch the necklace. By the way, yesterday we finished that fraud investigation for you. Rachel will send the final report to your office this morning. Good. Luke's breath tickled the back of her neck and blew a few loose strands of her hair. I've been waiting for that. How does it look? Not good. She adjusted the collar of her blouse around the necklace. Turning around, she mumbled, Thanks and slung the strap of her satchel on her shoulder. She was on her way out the door when Luke said, Don't forget we have cocktails with the Mertons at seven. I haven't forgotten, she called back, blatantly lying.
She'd completely forgotten, and all the way down the private elevator from the apartment, she grumbled about having another thing added to her already packed schedule. But she didn't have a choice. Going with Luke to six social events a month was part of their negotiated agreement.